0: this morning if you're able to let's stand for the reading of the word of god Tomorrow, this morning i wanted to uh, speak to you on the grace of christmas and i think about this christmas season and the grace of god and this morning one verse i believe to get into the christmas spirit as oftentimes we call it and if you will look this morning either in your bible or if you received a copy of the outline in the bulletin The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9, For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Everybody see that verse? Let's read that verse together, all right? You there? All right, let's begin. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Let's pray. Lord, thank you this morning for the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, the Anointed One, the Son of God, that although, Lord, you could have chosen any way to save us. You sent your Son, and Jesus, you were willing to come. Lord, you were willing to become poor, that we might be rich. Today and every day, we're thankful for your grace. We're thankful for Jesus, and it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you for standing. Certainly, when you study the Bible, you find that the Word of God teaches that as believers that we are complete in Christ, and that being complete in Christ includes the blessings of God. In other words, the Bible mentions it and calls it the riches of God, Ephesians 3, 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, Paul writes, in is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. The word unsearchable that, that God allows him to write there literally means to, to, to it's past finding out. In other words, it is something that cannot be traced, something that cannot be tracked. The believers in Christ, every one of us, Our blessings in Christ, in other words, what Paul is saying, are too deep to be measured. You just can't put a measuring stick, a yardstick, a tape measure on them. This morning, we are blessed because of Jesus Christ. And so as we look at this verse this morning and we think about Christmas, the birth of Christ, I want you to see with me this morning and discover why Jesus, and you might have seen this, or you'll see in the next couple weeks, why Jesus is the reason for the season. He truly is. Notice this morning, I want you to see from 2 Corinthians 8, verse 9, where the Bible says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, notice the affluence that Jesus enjoyed, though he was rich. Jesus had an abundant supply of wealth. According to the word of God, Jesus was rich. Notice in some ways in eternity past that Jesus, first of all, was rich in his person. Jesus was and Jesus is God. I thought I was in a Baptist church. Jesus was and Jesus is God. There you go. Now I feel at home. The Bible says in John 17, 5, look at this. And now, O Father, he says, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had, past tense, with thee, notice he says, before the world was. Notice that Jesus was rich in his person. Psalm 45, verse 1. My heart is inditing a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Jesus was anointed by the Father. The Word of God tells us that He, as the lady sang this morning, was the Messiah, the anointed one. The word anointed is the Hebrew form of the word Messiah. So understand this morning that Jesus in eternity past, that He was rich in His person, but notice He was also rich in His position. When you look in the Word of God, in course, John's Gospel, John writes these words In the beginning was the Word, notice capital W, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. In other words, when we study the Scriptures, we find that when we talk about Jesus, that although oftentimes He's referred to as the Son of God, that Jesus, as God, is coequal with the Father; He is coexistent with the Father. That He was rich in His position. Proverbs eight verse twenty-two: The Lord possessed me in the beginning of His way, before His works of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. In other words, before. God created anything in this world that Jesus Christ was rich in his position. He was rich in his person. Notice, in eternity past, and he was rich in his power. Jesus said when he finally did come, and he was about to go back to be with the Father, here's the words that he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. You see, Jesus possesses all power. John 1, verse 3, as we read on in John's gospel, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. There's a theological term that many times they'll use, they'll throw around, the word is ex, meaning out, and the other word is nahilo, which means out of nothing. When God created this world, when Jesus Christ and the Father and the Spirit created everything that is in this world, they made this world out of nothing. There was no Home Depots. There was no Lowe's. There was no department stores. You see, God made this world. He spoke this world into existence. And the Bible says in Psalm 33 and verse number 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. That's how powerful our God is. And we see that he was rich in his power, but then notice also that Jesus also was rich in his possessions. Now, we just mentioned there in John chapter 1 and verse 3 and 4, but notice Colossians 1 verse 16. For by Him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him and for Him. And notice, He is before all things, and by him all things consist. In other words, can I put it this way this morning? He owns it all. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and the wealth in every mine. Everything belongs to God. Psalm 89, verse 11, The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. Are you starting to get the idea how rich Jesus is and how rich he was? And the Bible says, for the grace of God, ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich. But notice I see also the objection that Jesus endured, because when we think about what God did, the plan of God, Jesus mentions, and the word of God tells us, that all these things happened before the world was. But God created the world. And the Bible tells us that mankind we know the story in the garden, that God created everything, and then He created man. He gave certain instructions to the man, and we, we see that because of sin, that man fell that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. And so as a result of that, the Bible tells us that though Jesus was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor. Now let that sink in for a minute. Not many of us would have taken that path in life, would have given up, everything, to become poor. Jesus was rich, but he humbled himself. He became a servant. Notice he became poor in his person. You see, we who know what the Word of God says about heaven, and we know what happens on this earth, we want to leave this earth and go to heaven. But Jesus... God's Son left heaven and came to this earth. The Bible tells us in John 6, 38, look what he says. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of Him that sent me. At His birth, we will see it depicted throughout this month, Jesus was born in a lowly stable. Jesus wasn't born in a Hilton. It wasn't a five-star hotel. It was actually a place that you would put cattle. There were animals around, and and it was smelly, but the Bible says that he was born lowly, and even in his life, as he grew, as he got older, it appears that Christ had very little by the way of possessions. So many People in the world today live for the things of this world. But yet during Jesus' ministry, he preached from borrowed boats and he multiplied borrowed food and he rode on a borrowed colt and he, he was buried in a borrowed tomb. Jesus became poor in his person. Notice he also became poor in his position. Now, this is God in the flesh. The Bible says, In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And yet in Philippians chapter number 2, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What was on his mind when he thought about the fact that he was going to leave heaven and he who is rich and come to this earth to become poor for our sakes? The Bible says, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. He took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. And he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. We call that the incarnation. Jesus robed himself in flesh. He became a man. We must understand that as you think about God's method, we oftentimes in our human mind and understanding, we don't understand why God does things the way that he does, especially the story of sending his son because God's way up is down. Look what the Bible says in Luke 14, 11, Whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And I say that that is exactly why Jesus should be exalted, because he humbled himself. He became poor in his person. He became poor in his position. Notice he became poor in his power. He became man. Now, we understand that as he became man, he never ceased to be God. He was 100% God, 100% man. He was the God-man. He laid aside, as oftentimes we might say it this way, he laid aside his prerogative to be God. He became a man. Why did he do that? For our sins. Isaiah in the Old Testament said he was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter as a sheep before his shears is dumb, so opened he not his mouth. Matthew 26, 53, Jesus said these words, thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father and he shall presently give me more? then 12 legions of angels. Folks, you have to understand that when Jesus was being treated the way he was, he could have called 10,000 angels and said, Lord, take me away. But he didn't. He became poor in his power. Notice also he became poor in his possessions. The one that we're talking about this morning, Jesus, as we mentioned earlier, the one who created everything... According to this passage and what we understand about this time of year and what it all means to us as believers is this, that Jesus created everything, but he had nothing. Look at Matthew eight twenty. Jesus said unto them, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Jesus really didn't have the luxuries of life. How many times we complain when the air conditioning's not working. When it seems like there's a lump in our padded seat. When we might have to walk a little farther from our car because there's not a closer parking spot. And yet the Bible says Jesus didn't even have a place to lay his head. You think about this, many times they believe that Jesus spent many evenings outside. There were times where he prayed to his father, and he would pray through the night. There were certain people like the home of Mary and Martha and Lazarus that Jesus would frequent their home because they were dear friends to him. But he says the animals of this world have a place that they can have as home, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. He became poor. Why did he become poor? Because of our sin because of who we are. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6.10, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. You see, Jesus endured. He who was rich became poor for us. But here's the best part. You see, I find the allocation that Jesus entrusted, the portion that he gives to us so freely that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye, through his poverty, might be rich. Do you know that if you're in Christ today, you're rich? (laughs) That's what the Bible says. You see, we who are poor are now rich because... He was willing to be poor. Jesus was willing to endure. And because of him, we are richly blessed. Notice, we're blessed in his person. Paul was one that, that writes and testifies that he personally knew Jesus. Do you know the Lord today? Do you personally know him as your Savior? The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1.12, for the which cause. I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Has there been a time in your life that you've received the gift of God, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ? See, there's no gift, no gift under the tree that will ever compare to the gift that God gave when He gave His Son, Jesus. You see, we're blessed, we who know Christ. If you're here this morning and you've never received God's Son as your Savior, I'll tell you this, that's the greatest Christmas you'll ever have. Your life will be changed, not only here on this earth, but for all of eternity. You see, we, because he became poor, we are rich in his person. We're rich in his position. John 1, 12, look at the verse. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 1 John 3, 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that We should be called the sons of God, therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. If you're saved today, you're a child of God. You're a son of God, a daughter of the Lord. So understand this morning that because of what Jesus went through, we are rich in his person, and we are rich in his position. We're rich in his power. Hey, listen, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things I want to do in life, and many things I fail at, but I'll tell you this, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. (laughs) See, there's many times I can't, but he can. Many times I fail, but he never fails. He strengthens me. I'll tell you, where's your strength coming from today? Because the flesh will fail you, the arm of flesh. See, we're rich in his power, but notice we're also rich in his possessions. Look at what the Bible says in Romans 8, 17. And if children, how many of you are a child of God today? Raise your hand. Okay, now watch this. This, As as the old person that didn't know grammar very well, this is going to get gooder. All right, look at the verse. If children, then what? Heirs. Heirs. Now watch this. Heirs of who? And join heirs with who? That's a good verse right there. The Bible says, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. You know what that means? That what is his is yours. That you have a part, that everything that is God's is yours today. He owns it all, folks. And according to the word of God, if we're children, we're heirs, we're heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. You see, Jesus, he was rich. You look at the word of God, John actually writes in the book of Revelation, he talks about the celestial city with streets that are paved with gold, walls of jasper, gates of pearl, foundations of precious gems the throne of God and the celestial stream and the tree of life. Jesus was rich. but We see that Jesus became poor. He was born in a cattle stall. His next to kin were just poor peasants. They couldn't even afford giving a proper offering according to the law. When Jesus wanted to feed the multitudes as he was in his earthly ministry, Jesus borrowed a lunch from a little boy. When he wanted to confound the critics, he borrowed a penny. When he wanted to teach the crowds, he he borrowed a fisherman's boat. When he needed a burying place, he borrowed a rich man's tomb. He did all of that. Why? Why did he become poor? So that we might be made rich. Folks, we have a lot to be thankful for. Jesus did all of that. What did he do? 1 Peter 2, 24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose Stripes, ye were healed. Would you bow your heads with me this morning with our heads bowed and our eyes closed this morning as you think about the grace of Christmas? I hope there's been a time in your life that you have accepted God's gift. You see, the gift of God is free to us, but it cost God his Son. Jesus was willing. He took our sin debt so that we might become heirs of His wealth. He took our sin debt so that we might take His righteousness in exchange for our filthy rags. The grace of Christmas, it's the grace of Christmas because of His poverty. We are rich. Are you tired of living a poor life? Tired of being a pauper spiritually? Today, if you have never received Christ, why don't you exchange your poverty for his riches? And if you are saved today, what a great way to start the Christmas season by thanking him for taking a poor person like you and me and making us rich. Lord, thank you for this morning. I pray that you'd bless this time of invitation, Lord, that your will would be done, that if there are those this morning that have never trusted you, that today they would settle that before they even leave this place. Help us to do business with you. Help us. To thank you, you who were rich became poor for our sakes that we might be made rich. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you stand?